So when I work for something, as I make money, allocate your money towards the next goal that's bigger than what your vision currently is. You gotta understand that your current situation ain't your final destination. You gotta believe in yourself because the world don't believe in you. Ain't nobody gonna believe in you. Ain't nobody gonna have your back. Ain't nobody gonna work for you. You gotta put that work in. You gotta do it every day. So I'm gonna tell you this, don't be nice, be hungry, and don't be humble because the world wanna do that to you. It has to work or it has to work. Welcome to an episode of Circle of Greatness. This is gonna be a special one. Um, I had the opportunity to get all of my brothers on the pod. It is very hard to get all of them together for a podcast. And now we here. For anything. Yeah, yeah. What's up? Yeah, you had to beg us to get here. Nobody want to be here with you, Bucko. That's right. I, I see. Bucko. Of course, we started late. Yep. Yeah, and we started, started late. He just... Y'all ate good, ago. though. He we did. He ate. Good. got some food. No, no. Y'all yeah, were late. I knew Who you were coming late? late. No. I wasn't late. No, he I said was I was going to be late, though. I'll, is it safe to say Alex is always on time? No. No. Yeah, I am. No. 90% of the time. Alex is on time for the part he wants to be on time for. Always on time. Jason. I didn't know. They said Jason and Marcus confirmed 4.30, so I thought I was. I said. we both was late. I can't get there at 4.30 because I know nobody's going to be got there at 4.30. You got here at 5.30. Why did you still say that? So I said, I, because I was shooting some stuff today, so I was like, I can't say 4.30 and I get there and y'all show up at 5.30. So I said, I'm going to come at 5.30. I told you that earlier. Yeah. And y'all got here at 5.30. And I'm showing up an hour late every time y'all give a time. No. <laughs> Yo, y'all think we, we should introduce ourselves, like for those who... They definitely don't know you yet. I'm Jason Bob. Lobdell, Mr. Two Weeks Out on Instagram. Where did, where did the two weeks come from? What, what's that? I always want, I've been best friends with you for 22 years. I still don't know where the hell that name came it's from. It's bodybuilding terminology. Long story short, Helani went to a, uh, Helani was doing bodybuilding and she went to a um, seminar and the head judge was, it was a guy interrupting the head judge and he was like, hey, you stand up. The guy stood up. He was like, take your shirt off. Took his shirt off. And he looked at me. He was like, now you stand up. I was like, I'm not here, I'm, I'm just here with her, but I was in shape. And um, I stood up, I was like, what's up? He was like, take your shirt off, I took my shirt off. And he was like, see, this guy, like he two weeks out, you like shit, you know? Mm. And I was like, hmm, Mr. Two Weeks Out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I kept saying, before I got on Instagram, I was just like, oh yeah. They say, I'm like, I'm two weeks out, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I'm, I'm showtime, I'm show ready, so. Yeah, that's that's where that come from, like I'm two weeks out from stepping on stage. Yeah. Guarantee nobody knew that. Right, that's, no, that's a, a fact. fact. And then you had your wife become Miss Two Weeks Out. Yeah, because yeah. I got popping on the gram and shit. Yeah. So this name came from a nigga telling you to take your shirt off. <laughs> okay, cool. My name is Him 500. Um, Teddy Bear. Ain't no nigga telling me to take my shirt off for the 500. <laughs> uh, it, it was for Fortune 500. Him 500. Fortune 500. Him uh, is just, I'm here. I wish you was something. I'm him. <laughs> uh, Justin, new ACO. I think I just been running with that since the beginning. I was just like, yo, it's just a new age of entrepreneur. So I just been running with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. New age. Um, Alex, good energy. You know, um, <laughs> real quick story. I was doing interviews with drivers and I interviewed about 15 drivers and uh, we needed drivers desperately. This is about five years ago. And uh, after 15 interviews, I didn't hire any of them. And I went back to my team and I was like, look, we don't have no drivers. And he was like, wow, I was like, all oh, the energy was bad. Mm. Like they had qualifications, you know what I'm saying? They look real good on paper. Um, but I just didn't like the energy and I seen that it was gonna be a problem. You know what I'm saying? So I decided to name it uh, Good Energy Worldwide because I definitely wanted to, you know, take do business worldwide, you know what I mean? And I manifested it and 
Now I own the name. Just did the trademark. Got the trademark back. Yeah. So, yeah Shout out to the biz lawyer on that, yeah. too. Yeah. Yo, how do, so you got a new gym, dog. Tell us how the new, new gym popping, bro. We was just there the other night for some mental health stuff. That was like. Bro, I was there and was it's like, I didn't know the amount of things that people are going through. Like three men back to back. I was molested. I was molested. I was molested. Mm-hmm. We'll talk later. Alex talked about seeing his dad for the first time in mm-hmm. 39 years. So it was like. Yeah. Some deep crap going on. Talk about the gym. <laughs> so, keep that. Keep yeah. that. Yo, that mosquito getting on my don't, nerves. Don't man. delete that. Yo, but you see the? I'm gonna say this though. Just like that room, right? I'm gonna give you an example of absent fathers, right? Yeah. Everybody on the couch is a, a, a great father, right? Yeah. But just look at the four of us. Yo, sorry. Right by <laughs> each other, right? Keep that too. Another mic for this mosquito. Father in prison for murder. Mm-hmm. Father in prison. Yeah. Father died in prison. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just met his father a week ago. Yeah. Absent. You know what I'm saying? One way or other, jail, mm-hmm. death, or just absent. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, no matter how. So it's safe to say that's five. So is it almost good to say five, four out of every five African Americans are fatherless or don't have their father in their I life? I don't know the statistics, mm-hmm. but four out of five of my homeboys. Yeah. And yeah. where I'm from, it's like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, but yeah, that's, that's realistic. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, so us having the brats on having the dad, your old life, brother. Thank you, bro. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's almost like a a, a a badge of dishonor. Like, you got a dad. <laughs> you know, I, th- <laughs> I think. <laughs> no, I think. <laughs> right. I think what it shows. No, I think what it shows is that it's possible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think it shows yeah. it's possible because you know, guess what? You ask all of our kids, and they all gonna say, "No, my dad is in our life." Yeah. But Neo, Neo's kids call him Neo. For real. They know you Sometimes they just be playing. <laughs> oh no, <nah. Dad, laughs> Neo. There's no way in the world. Neo. Back in the day, Neo. I'd have got slapped up. Oh yeah, that's funny. Yeah, but you know one thing, I, I I think I said, I said it to uh to Jason like when you, you know even like you know you had the conversation with your dad. Shout out to you for putting that you know yeah. being a friend to help. You put a you lot know, of put good that together. together bro. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. Jason does a lot of that stuff. A lot of people don't know that he's real thoughtful. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. on the outside he's real hard, but he's real real thoughtful. But it's like first thing I said I was like, man, we need more of that, but we need less of that. Mm. We need more of like, yo, we got to fix the problems. We got to fix the solution. But at the same time, we need less of it because we, less problems. we gotta, we gotta, that, that will solve more problems than most of the stuff we talking about. Cause a lot of people we run across, they have trauma from childhood and then we pass it on. And then now we trying to go make money and we make money out of trauma. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like we trying to make money off of how we felt when we was a kid. And that just creates a whole nother animal. Now our kids feel a certain way and we just keep the, the little cycle going. So yeah, we need, we got to, Fix stuff. We got to forgive, but then, I, but I think it starts with us holding our brothers accountable. I'm like, yo, like I know people that got kids, and I'm like, yo, you need to be in your child life. Like I don't even mess with people if you tell them that. Yes, bro. Yeah. I can. You, for me, that's a big thing. Like even though my dad was in my life, if you don't take care of your kids, yeah, that's a character flaw. Side eye. You, you know, we. The thing is, is that having this conversation respectfully is that you talk about mental health, and for some reason that. In our community, we think mental health mean like somebody crazy or you got an issue. And you don't realize that mental health isn't getting help. It's empowering your superpower. Like the strongest thing we got, we always talk about is mindset. But how do how is mental health looked at and frowned upon in our community? It's been frowned upon. But meanwhile, other communities have empowered mental health and it's actually becoming their superpower. We don't realize that our mental is the strongest thing that we have is our mind. Mm-hmm. But we don't work our mind out. When we say mental health, it's like, oh yeah, you wanna come in, we gotta talk about trauma. 
Mental health is not talking about trauma or identifying traumas. It's learning how to properly enhance your mind and the things in a way that you think and really kind of grow mentally. And like, like y'all in the gym, like physical, when you're talking about health, like it's for your mind, like working that muscle yeah. and learning how to use it properly. And a lot of us don't know how to think. Yeah. And we look at our community and why we losing. We ain't losing because we're 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 dumb. We're losing because the thing that we value, that we should value the most, we look at if we get help with it, something wrong with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree like, with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo, you're so crazy. I didn't even know like like depression, that's a real thing. I didn't know that. Like my homie be depressed. I'm like, bro, what's like you can't just shake it. I'm like, yo, that's a real thing. And it then is. when I was in that room with Oh no, man, we are we are facing a battle that somebody doesn't know. Yeah. But when I heard all of that stuff, yes, at the event, I'm like, what made you want to put put on that event? I guess dealing being a personal trainer, I hear like I'm damn near a counselor. Yeah, it's a lot of times like it's the barber. girls. Yeah, a lot of times the girls they come in there and they vent and things of that nature. And you just like, damn, you just learn so much about these ladies, you know. And every now and then I train guys, and it's just like they come in there like scrappy, you know what I'm saying? He comes in there and you know you could tell he's just so focused on his workout. Whole time he's going through a divorce. He's on shade room every day. You know what I mean? He's just like mentally trying to block that out, but he's going through stuff. Yeah. And I could see it. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. we wanted to create a safe space, right? The first time we did it, we called it a safe space because we wanted guys to be able to say anything they wanted to, right? And we wanted, you know, we're so pro-black and all that. I wanted white boys, I wanted black boys, I want gay guys, I want straight guys, I want everybody in there to be able to talk their piece, right? Mm-hmm. And as you saw, thugs, people with teardrops in their face and tats everywhere, they just like, yeah, I was molested. And then after one said it, what happened? Everybody Opened up the door it. for somebody else to say it. I was molested, I was molested. I was like, damn. Yeah. You know, Great. and it was so many people that couldn't even get to the microphone, but like like, like my boy said, he was like, man, that's the first time I've said it out loud. It felt good getting that out, just getting it out. You know what wow. I mean? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, you know, things that happen to you, it kind of trickle into other things. Like he said, man, I had to prove that I wasn't gay so bad. I'm I'm around here smashing everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like hypersexual hypersexuality. Hypersexual. I said it right. Yeah, you said it. Yeah, hypersexuality. But so he was on this rampage of smashing chicks because he felt like he got his I'm, manhood. Too. Yeah, he got his manhood. So he feeling like he got to mm. be extra masculine. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's a lot of guys out here acting super masculine and tough and so violent. Mm-hmm. Where that's coming from? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit coming from when they was six years old, eight years old. Wow. It's in them. You know what I mean? Mm. But it's a way to reverse that. What's through that? counseling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Through talking, through safe mm-hmm. spaces, through getting around other people that look like you and actually saying it out loud and hearing somebody say it. So many people was like, bro, I needed this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said, man, I'm going through three of the things some boys talk about, but I know I ain't alone. When's the yeah. next one? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's how And you share, Alex, you share just about your fatherhood story. Mm-hmm. I know you shared it a little bit online. You want to share how how was that moment? That was the first time I heard you said you, you haven't been with your father your entire life. First time seeing him, yeah. but you you also mentioned I didn't hear that part that he was on drugs along a huge amount that time. Yeah. So what's that story? You know, to not make it drawn out. Um, Jason brought up a real good point about I think I think a lot of people thought I was FaceTiming my my father. Or like, you know, I might have talked to him a couple of times. I had never had one conversation with my father before. Mm. Um, didn't know what he looked like, none of that, you know what I'm saying? So this was a surreal moment. And again, thank you to Jason. You know, he a real friend. He, I've been procrastinating on, on doing that for a minute, you know what I'm saying? 
And he just took the initiative to like, yo, I'm gonna get in contact with his his cousin on his father's side. And they mm-hmm. behind the scenes, behind my back, put the whole play together, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Well, he just gave me a date, like, yo, show up in Miami on this date. Yeah. And I needed that, you know what I'm saying? Um, just, you know, all this time, I just been a lot of resentment. Um, we talk about grinding from trauma. I was literally last 10 years, like, now nah, I'm about to, I'm about to really pop off because he's gonna hear about me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make sure I'm a household name. So you know what I mean? I want him to feel bad that he wasn't in my life. So I'm going to be super successful yeah. and I'm going to spoil my mother. I'm going to retire her, give, make sure she live her best life and he's going to regret it. And that was my feeling yeah. the last five years. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. But um, ironically, yo, I, I go down to Miami. I meet him. <laughs> I walked up to him and as soon as I walked up to him, I seen the tears in his eyes. Mm. And that and that just took away all my, my defense. It was weird. Like yeah. as soon as I seen the genuineness in his eyes, I could just see like, damn... He needed it too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, I shook his hand. I'm looking at this man, the first person I ever you didn't hug him. Like shook him. his hand. You didn't yeah, hug I shook him. his hand. I hugged him. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at this man. This is the first time I ever see somebody that I will admit look like I look like this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, Fact, this why I got my nose from. Like that's yeah. crazy. You know what I'm saying? And um, yo, you know, I asked all the tough questions. My biggest question was like, yo, how you like? Did you hear about me? Like. Because again, I'm, I'm grinding them. I'm, yeah, I'm like, to make sure. Did it he, work? You know what I'm saying? And he was like, yo, Alex, he was like, yo, I'm going to be real with you. I've I seen your interviews. I, um, I've been on your page before. He was like, man, I've been wanting to tell you something. He was like, man, I'm proud of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've been waiting to hear that. Mm-hmm. That was it. Mm-hmm. Everything just released. Mm-hmm. You said it felt like uh, 20 Ooh. pounds lifted up off it. <clears throat> but um, as he, get into, he got into the story, just again, not to make it drawn out. He was like, yo, I was on drugs. I was on cocaine. He was like, well, after I met your mother, a little bit after that, I got caught up in New York and I was on coke. And he was like, I got, I got locked up like a bunch of times. I was in jail, like I think he said like six to eight years or something, he, he been locked up. And he was just like, you know, um, there was times where he wanted to reach out to me, but he was he was scared to face the consequences. He was he felt like I wouldn't, he wouldn't be good enough for me. Mm. And it's ironic because the, what I was trying to do was become this super mega entrepreneur and the whole time that was making him intimidated mm. and it was delaying mm. him from reaching out to me mm. you dig what i'm saying but i'm gonna say this when i got home finally and i really got a chance to unpack it i was like yo god is is really funny yo because i feel like he made sure that i didn't meet him because i don't know if me being exposed to that drug lifestyle that he was in like it might have messed me up it might have i might not be where i'm at today if i had if I was exposed to, you know what I'm saying, whatever he had going on. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yo, God, maybe he mm-hmm. prevented me or delayed me from meeting him until he got his stuff together. So now he, he you know, he working. You met the he, best version of him. I mm-hmm. met the best version of him. He got his, he got his hair cut, he looked good. Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, I'm, I got my own house. I got a girl, I'm taking care of my, my kids. My, you know, the ones that I got now. And I'm like, damn, so he he, he doing good. So I'm yeah. like, damn, maybe I wasn't meant to meet him. Like maybe my yeah. journey would have been different. So mm-hmm. just with all that, I don't I don't have no ill feelings, man. And I just felt 20 pounds lighter now that I met my dad. So when we was at the mental health spot, I was just like, yo, I was telling the dudes like, um, I felt like me not having him was causing commitment issues for me. Um, 39, no kids. Mm. I was scared to have a kid out of wedlock because I'm like, I got to break this cycle. Like, mm. I can't continue that. Yeah, but, that's, but that's good. the reason why I don't got no kids. I've been careful because of that. Mm. But, um, so you would have, no, no, I'm good. You good. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, nah, real talk. So, like, in closing, 
I told the, the dudes at the gym, the mental health spot, I was like, yo, um, there's somebody in here right now that's not, not taking care of their kids or not in their kids' life, and you letting the baby mother stop you. And I'm like, yo, you, you got to fix that because mm-hmm. that kid is going through something right now because mm-hmm. of you not being there. Yeah. It don't matter how successful <clears throat> I was. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter. I'm, I'm not depressed. Yeah. But it had effects on me that I didn't even realize until I really started <clears throat> unpacking it for yeah. real, for real. And I started facing it head on. So if you watching this, yo, like for real, like you watching this video, um, yo, today, tomorrow, soon, make sure that you get your kid's life, um, put the pride aside, put the ego aside. If you got to go to court, go ahead and do your business. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we need our fathers out here. Um, and if you ain't met your father, I need you to uh, put your pride aside as well, like I did. Because, again, it, it might not even be for him, it's for you. It helped me. Like I feel complete finally now. The healing mm. process starts now, right? Mm. So uh, yeah. That's- I, nah, you know, I got a question. I got a question for you. I want to piggyback off that real quick. Though, well, get cause... off the piggyback when I. No, <laughs> <laughs> no but good point. Before you go, because because what you were saying, what made you as a friend? Because like some of us may not be in that situation where it's like we going through it. But what made you as a friend say, "All right, my boy ain't met his dad, but let me." This is important. Let me jump in there and do that because maybe some of us might need to do that for somebody that's that's around us. Yeah. Mm, that's good. I think it was like some of the things he was saying, like some of the issues he might have. You know, I always be like, some of the issues we, me and him discuss. You know what I mean? And I just kind of he said it more than once. He said it damn near on accident. He said it. You know what I mean? Just when we talking about relationship stuff and things of that nature, I'm just like, damn. He probably need to sit down and sit with his dad, you know, people be having abandonment issues and things of that nature, you know, and that's why he say, you know, I don't want to have a kid until I'm married because I'm not trying to abandon, mm. you know what I mean? So I just kind of was like putting, processing everything he was saying. Yeah. And then it was finally like, oh, what happened was he did the podcast. He did um, Vanessa's Vanessa podcast. Yeah. And he was like, man, my uncle liked the comment and I didn't even know he was following me on Instagram. That's all he said. My uncle on his side. His oh, daddy's wow. brother. You know what I'm saying? He met him on Facebook years ago or whatever, but he he knew one, somebody connected. So basically I just went to the guy page and I started looking through his, what you call it? And I saw he had a daughter, lived in Atlanta. There. So I just was like, yo, and she was following us. Mm, wow. So I'm like, yo, she jumped on the phone real quick. <laughs> yeah. She jumped on the phone like, hey, Mr. Two Weeks Out. She probably thought I wanted the train. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yeah, here's the thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-uh. And you know, we plugged it like that, but it was just like, I know him. He ain't gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Certain things he ain't gonna do. Yeah. I had like a long story. This is a long, this is an old story, but when he got when he was in the hospital one time mm-hmm. and the doctor, I listened to the doctor, was giving him all these orders and stuff like that. I'm like, nigga, if you don't take it, well, you're gonna be stabbed. in trouble. I talked about that. Oh, yeah. So he got stabbed and you know, he was in a, his punctured his lung. Punctured lung yeah. yeah, he was like bad. And I was just like, I know this nigga. I gotta call his mom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had to tell on him. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I just know my 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 guy, and I just know certain shit he not gonna do. Yeah. Know? So it was just it wasn't nothing more than that. I knew like, he was never gonna do it, and I was just like, man, damn, I'm tired of talking about this shit. Let's do it. <laughs> but you, know you know can see it was bothering him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's my man. And we absolutely. talk and we talk and um, we talk about relationships, and I would hear him kind of reference it. But one thing that kind of like when he did it, and I sat back because I seen my man's. No offense, but I see my man cry out for his father on the podcast. Mm-hmm. He made it, he he gave him the okay on the public platform. Like, I ain't tripping. Yeah. And I seen it and I was like, 
it's 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 bothering them. Mm -hmm. Like it's sitting heavier. You know, as we grow older, we more mature, things start to sit heavy. So I seen it like just knowing him, like for him to Alex don't speak out of turn. Yeah. Like if anybody think about what they say and when they saying something, it's him. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I seen him give the okay. And I was like, when we would have conversations about kids and I got a room upstairs for my kid and be like, that that room ain't never gonna be filled till this void get filled. So mm -hmm. is seeing it is is dope, bro. Like I'm just happy for you because I seen how you how it was when you came back when we talked, how often you reference it and just how yeah. it make you feel. So like, yeah. texting like, me now. It's weird getting text messages from my father. <laughs> Tell me what you did when you, when you, when you saw you. Huh? First what you do with your phone? I'm gonna say one more thing. I'm gonna leave it alone. But <laughs> yeah. I told Alex right on the way there. On the way there, I'm telling Alex, like, bro, I did my DNA test. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I did the um, genetics, whatever, the yeah. DNA in uh, Ancestry.com. Ancestry, yep. And I was reading on genetics, and I was reading on, you know, the, how powerful the DNA is and stuff like that. I was like, bro, they say, you know what I mean? You might walk like this person, talk like this person. You might got his mannerisms and don't know it. That's you know crazy. what I'm saying? That's how strong the DNA is. Man, let me tell you something. <laughs> I was recording them so much. I got 22 clips of everything Alex do. And I'm like, he never even met. These niggas never met. Yeah. Yeah. You got to run the picture. Run and the picture do, right now. Look, they doing the same thing. You know how Alex be pulling his shirt down like this? Yeah. Bro, his dad did the same thing. You know what I'm saying? And when they walked up and, and dap each other, right? Alex be doing like this little walk. <laughs> do like this walk. Like a duck. If you look at all the time when yeah. we had the conferences and people be talking to him, yeah. he'd, he'd be doing this. Yeah. Man, he dapped his father and they was talking. And then when they looked off, they both was like, <laughs> "That's crazy." Bobble hands and shit. I'm like, "Damn!" And, and apparently they both cried too because he started crying. Yeah. Yeah. Same bro. I'm walking behind him when they walk in the bro. Show, I'm, I'm I'm just documenting everything because me and him been having these conversations so long. So I'm just like, click click click. I'm paparazzi. Like, so yeah. I can show him later on when we leave. Like, man, look at this. I just yeah. sent him a picture that I found yesterday, crazy. day before yesterday of them. Like, Standing next to each other. Them niggas got the same exact yeah. knock knee, like exactly, <laughs> crazy. bro. Mm -hmm. What? What did? Crazy. You, how did you decide what you was gonna ask though? Cause I like that's what I would be thinking. Like, I ain't talked to somebody my whole life. Like, what's the first question I'm gonna ask? Man, what, I what ain't got I, a plan, bro. I just sat there and it just came to me. You know what I'm saying? I want to know um, how he met my mother. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want to know his medical history. Yeah, that's you know a good saying? question. I, need, I needed to know his medical history for sure. Uh, something I need to look out for, you know what I'm saying? Um, mm, that's smart. Yeah, I asked him, did he did he hear about me before this meeting? Or yeah. Did he see me, you know? Um, mm -hmm. And just why? Like, why? You know, I was like, yo, every Father's Day, when Father's Day come around, you don't think about me, my boy? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, and, and not no other day. Yeah. You know, Father's Day, you don't think about me, a grown-ass man in the world, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he, he kept it 100. He was just like, yeah, I just wasn't ready to face the consequences, man. I can't judge him off of a mistake he made 40 years ago. Um, I was just like, look, bro, I ain't about to be calling you dad and pop yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be cool. We are gonna be friends, and this is see what happens. You gonna have him come to your party? If you want to, yeah. I'll yeah. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I should ask you that. My bad. My yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, though, did your dad had a haircut? What is that? Where you got it from? Your dad is still alive. No, he no, died okay. in prison. He did. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm about to ask him how you feel not having your dad. Cause he's alive, right? He's yeah, out of prison, alive. right? Nah. Oh, he's still in prison. He get out next year oh, after wow. thirty That's, years. You gonna put him on? After thirty? What, what you mean, put him on? You put some paper in his pocket, show him how to get some paper. It's, it's easy. My dad bought me a car for my sixteenth birthday. From wow. where? 
from prison. Come on. Oh. Wow. You think he got it? It wasn't. I don't got to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, that's where you get it from. Yeah, 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 it ain't one of them situations where it's even going to be hard for him to. So to you ain't mad at him. When you come out, it's up. We outside. Yeah, no, he, he, was, he was a hustler. My dad went to jail for drugs and selling drugs. He had record stores. Like, so my that's where DNA, you get your hustle from, but you just not good at it. Yeah, just better than you. His mama though. And my mom too. But my dad. Mom been, she been hustling. You get you get stories, stories that you hear from your parents, even though he not there. Yeah. Like my dad put his sister through college. Like cash. Like basically you know. everything you do. So when you when I look at it, is that you get the inspiration nieces, from somewhere. Type stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So the inspiration comes from there. So when he come home, it's up. Mm. That's mm-hmm. what's up. Mm. Ooh, that's what's up. That. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna be crazy. That's gonna be crazy. Mm-hmm. You ever ask him like, "Yo, where where you hiding all this money at?" You know what I'm saying? How you keep paying for all this Man, stuff? Listen, and nah, uh, he went through so many attorneys and stuff. Now to the yeah. point, he ain't never asked me for a dollar. Mm-hmm. I've never gave my father money. He even in called, the jail, like so- even still now, I have not. He has never said, "Yo, I need something." I mm-hmm. never. He did it right. Like he has never asked me for money. Literally gave me a a, a class. All, me and my brothers all got cars for our 16th birthday. Like he used to send me money, like two hundred dollars. Yeah. And, <laughs> some people, parents that be there can't do that. Not some, most. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you got anything planned that you gonna do for him when he when he get out? Like, oh, it's up. I'm probably. I know we gonna. Me and all my sales. The biggest thing though, it ain't even for me. My grandmother is is up in age and she is dwindling. And her biggest thing is that I just want to be here. All her kids is out. This is the last one. The the only one who's incarcerated that's not there. Yeah. And she got his car still. Dinner at wow. Big Mama's cars. House. His car is at her house. It's it's mm. it's a '96 Bronco. It's beat to hell now. You know. Mm-hmm. But it you went can't white, was it? it? No. Nah. You can't <laughs> touch it. You can't touch it. You still got insurance on it? Is nah. insurance on it? No. <laughs> but she she like yo. <laughs> I'm gonna come back to you, thigh meat. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, you can't touch it. So, you know, she waiting for him to come home. Like, so it's you, for her. I think I you should him pick home. him up in the PJ, in your PJ. Nah, listen, Ooh, we gotta crazy. get you. He gotta come home, but we gotta get him. My grandmother gotta, yeah. she gotta see. That's yeah. the first like, thing. It ain't, my yeah. grandmama Frank out house. there in Stockton. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah, He. that's the first thing is that my grandma got us. He got to get home to her. Yeah, it, that's the biggest thing. He make it home to her. Do you feel like you would have been another? Do you think life would have been at all different if he wouldn't have been away this whole time for you? Do you think as a man you would be any different right now if he would? My he dad been is a real nigga. My brother was eight years old with a three eighty. My dad said, told my mom, I'm gonna have some ugly ass sons with a whole bunch of money. We had rock rollers. Yeah, he was he right had, about that. Like he had rock rollers in the in the house. Yeah. Everything. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Mm-hmm. I got a so. quick question while we still on the daddy subject. Yeah. Like, you know, me and Marcus, we talking. I I know the story and I know yeah. his dad from the home. Yeah. So like, bro, I never heard you talk about your pops. Yeah. That's what I was asking. Like we know the story. We know the what you say on stage real quick. Yeah. Daddy in jail. Like, what's up with your pop? Did you know him? I knew my no, I didn't really know him. I saw him in prison a few times. My mom said he was a good dad up until mm-hmm. about two. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't feel no, I, I know so many people, they so, they harbor so much, kind of like Alex, so much mm-hmm. pain and not knowing them. My mom and grandma took such a good care of me, dog. Yeah. That it was no, like, I'm just saying, but do you, him, like when you was talking to him and stuff? No, nah, I just, I didn't talk to him often. You didn't get, okay. I probably talked to him like 10 times that I can re- remember in my life. Yeah. Did you look like him? 
Yeah, I look like him. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I don't think, but my mom. Yeah. yeah. That's what my mom said. Mm. But yeah, it's crazy just that I'm so happy they took such good care of me. That I didn't, it what year did he pass? Probably about five, six years ago. He had you, a stroke in prison. Was you making noise five, six years ago? Uh, Yeah, I was doing okay. Yeah, I was doing fair. I when mean, you heard it, what did you think? It was just like, yeah, like dang. dang. Did you have questions? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, I just like, all right. No tear, no sadness. Just like, oh, dang, that's tear, sad for no me. Sad. I was like, dang, that's a bad joint. <laughs> Not a bad <laughs> joint. Was he ever getting out? No. Oh, he had over. life too. Yeah, My dad got it life was, too. It was over with. He, ain't, yeah. he wasn't getting out. So you, you was raised by your dad. Mm-hmm. And do that make you, like, I know, like you said, like some dudes had issues growing up. Like, you feel like it gave you more confidence. Because, like, you up here with thigh, get your thighs out and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. do that type of, like, confidence come from, like, having a dad? Because I'm yeah, probably I mean, going to leave my son if he think he going to wear have his thighs. Nah, I mean, I think the main thing he he said was like, <laughs> nah, I'm joking. You know, <laughs> stay in the gym. You know what I'm saying? We don't want you to get 300 pounds. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah. But uh, not even legs, thighs. <laughs> you know, I think uh, definitely, I think you see an example of like, you know, like hard work. Uh, I think it's just less questions, but I think you still have questions because like, you know, like my dad, his dad died when he was younger. And so it's like, you know, I think he still had questions about his upbringing. It really just confidence, I'm saying though. Like, you, like I'll take the thought me, I was playing. But yeah, yeah, the, no, the cool. confidence and things like that, when you look out growing up, like when you get ready to do things or life challenges, is it something like that you feel confidence came from your dad? Because the mom only could do so much, but the dad is like, boy, you hear his voice in the head, I would think just, you know, do it or else. Yeah, you know what I got from my dad? My dad was the guy that bought all the CDs and all the books. He That no money down program, he had that stuff in the attic. So that's that's really what got me on the entrepreneurship tip because I was like, they like sometimes, honestly, he wouldn't finish all the books, but I'd be up in there like, let me listen to what that thing is going yeah, on. Yeah, so, company, you and your brother. Yeah, right like there. He, he had a cleaning business when we were younger, so I saw the example of that. And so I think stuff like that made me feel Your dad was an entrepreneur. Yeah, they had mm-hmm. a cleaning business from like, from the time I was in second grade until like 11th grade mm-hmm. and so that made me just like okay you can jump out here and you can you can do this he was always working hard so you know he was always going you know he was going to do his thing where you but from you jamaican african what is it florida fort lauderdale where are your parents from <laughs> like what's your nice, like what's your, your culture just black same as everybody else, I think. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm Jamaican. My family's Jamaican. No, oh, why really? do I oh, think okay. his family is African? I don't know why I you say that. It was African. <laughs> it was African. Really? Yeah. That's just regular. Is Maddie just don't claim it. These, these jokes aren't going too well for Marcus. It's okay. No, no, it's Maddie. It's Maddie. It's Maddie. It's African. I mean, I think I think if, when I did my ancestry, it says like of half course not, that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course that. But he can you mix up Maddie. Yeah. Because you and Maddie, okay. Maddie is 100% African, but I know yeah. Maddie had the, the, all the hard dad stories. That's him. Yeah, yeah, okay. Nigerian. Yeah. But y'all used to play back. Y'all were so close. Yeah. And that's why I'm like. You thought he was African I too. thought that I wasn't being I think close. we all are in a sense. You know what I'm saying? But let me say this too. I had the best stepfather on the planet. Yeah. Let me just mm. get that out the way. I yeah, had a dad. To the stepfathers, yeah. yo. You know what I'm saying? I had a dad. And mm. when he met my mom my in Syracuse, New York. That. You know what I'm saying? My stepdad was it. And I only say stepdad so you understand I'm not talking about that dad. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like You call him dad? Call him Pops. Pops. Okay, Pops. Like, that's my guy. He's fine. Yeah. He's, a, he's, he's my a guy. Boy. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to say that. Like, was he, he at the prom party? He's at whatever. Oh. Anything. Yeah. He's always there. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. And he just uh, the perfect example of a father. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? He was military. You know, he was a sergeant. He was kind of hard on me in the beginning or whatever. But he was just like 
getting me real structured. And I saw how he treated my mom. So people were like, you got married at 19 to 20? Mm. I had the perfect example. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I seen a nigga write my mom love notes. I seen surprise parties. Well, that's why I, I seen get married, surprise bro. cars and all huh? That's why I ain't get married, because I never seen nobody do it right. Mm. So later in life, I was yeah. like, oh, okay. Mm. No, nah, I that's yeah. I was I already knew what kind of yeah. husband I wanted to be based off of him. But mm. yeah, shouts out to uh Pops. But everybody yeah, on right. this couch though, I think is an example whether it's like father passed, in jail, stepfather, just meeting a father, had a father, like you can win no matter where you are. That's yeah. You can find a way to get some success. You can find a way to win. And so like, you could have used that as an excuse, but use it for a reason. Yeah. You could have used, hey, my dad ain't here as, a, as an excuse, but use it for a reason. So yeah. I think it's still proof that, hey, you have five guys with totally, all of us have a different dad story. It, none of us are the same, but still yeah. mm -hmm. sitting here. Sharing all successful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then you also could get, become a father to somebody as time move on. <laughs> 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 You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You hear it? Yo, listen. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. I ain't gonna lie. You screaming, laughing like Whippy. Do you think right now, if this switch the subject onto something else, LeBron? Okay. Don't you start think no he, shit. Won't be. I'm a Lakers fan. <laughs> you a Lakers fan? I am. If he wins, will he be? The, will this make him the greatest player ever? Um, I think I think LeBron is a great player. It's tough for me, you know. He Kobe was a, a different beast. You know what I'm saying? I agree. But I think LeBron is an incredible basketball player on the field. If he wins this year after scoring the title, that definitely would help his case. I think I just think he's the he goal won the of, scoring title this year. I mean, the, uh, the all-time scoring leader. Oh, yeah. oh, oh all-time like, scoring. Yeah. Numero uno. Okay. I think he's. I think he's the, the one of the greatest of so our generation for sure. No one question of, about it. One of the greatest. One of the greatest. I mean, Steph is great too, bro. He ain't done. Steph, by far, is the greatest shooter that the NBA has ever seen. Yeah. It's, not, it's not questionable. Like, the whole thing is he okay. believed that LeBron's better than Jordan, and he's not. It's not. There would be no Jordan without LeBron. There would be no LeBron without Jordan. Bro, that's irrelevant of the conversation. My thing with Jordan, like, and I'm just going to say this, because y'all trying to bait me. I'm going to say this. <laughs> Look. I'm gonna say this. Look. Yo, my man argued people on Instagram for the, two days. The reason why I like... LeBron over Jordan is simply because of workload. And what I mean by workload is this. I want y'all to answer this. Okay. When you look at the end of the <clears> game, <throat> the stats, right? Pippen, Sorry. rebounds, um, what? what, what the, the top five, um, you know, points, rebounds, mm -hmm. assists, that type. LeBron James is the only player in NBA history to lead his team in the finals in points, rebounds, and assists. He's the only person in NBA history to lead his team and the opposing team in points, rebounds, and assists. And I'm only saying that because of this. Jordan scored points. Pippen did everything else. What you call it? Got um, rebounds. Rodman. Yeah. So Jordan, I mean, LeBron basically did Pippen, Jordan, and Rodman's job. Something Jordan never had to do. Jordan just had to score the bucket. That's cool. Yeah. That's all you gotta do is score the bucket, bro. Yeah, it's yeah five he, he was the defensive player of the year, mean? though. It's five people on the floor on everybody's team. I don't think LeBron's everybody ever got defensive yeah, player Yeah, but what I'm year, telling though. you is who whoever scored on Jordan's team, whoever scored more points than Jordan. Jordan didn't have a night where he was... LeBron is like more like Magic. LeBron is a pass-first player. So he's passing the ball. He's number five in assists out of, in NBA history. You understand what I'm saying? Five in assists number in NBA five, history? LeBron is top wow. ten in three different subjects, bro. Wow. So we keep comparing him to a shooting guard. No, compare LeBron and, 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 and Kobe. Compare them to. They are assassins. They are the ones that attack the ball. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. This nigga got a whole highlight, an hour-long highlight of behind the behind the back blocks. Jordan wasn't chasing nobody down and blocking their shot. They different players. 
a, 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 a power forward. 100% though. And, and LeBron, we're going to do business together. So I'm on your side, brother. No, come on. <laughs> but one, but 100% though. He's he he was able to go do all of that from seeing MJ. That's cool. That's I, cool. He's the greatest off the court player that the sports has ever. Has he's ever that seen. too. Yeah, I would agree with that. But he said he's that. Too. He's that too. He said y'all. Then again, I, I I don't have a problem with nobody having Jordan one and LeBron number two. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, how can you? It's an argument now. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Before five years ago, they used to be no, 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 no. I'm like no, it's an argument now because guess what? Even the current players, right? The statistics just came out. Jordan is 58% votes. Um, Bron is 30% votes. But guess what? Three years ago, he was at 13% votes. So it's switching. All the analysts are our age. All the analysts grew up off Michael Jordan. What happens when these niggas who's born in 2000 are the ones writing the, writing the papers? Guess who they saw? Guess who they grew up off? LeBron. Guess who was the greatest Kobe. of their era? LeBron. <clears throat> so it's going to change. I'm seeing it change. Yeah. I'm seeing the numbers change every day. Yeah. So I'm in this argument by myself right now. But... <laughs> yeah, that makes sense him. about change. Y'all watch. They, they'll cook them in the comments. Don't yeah, they, they can't cook nothing because <laughs> I got everything they need. They'll he gonna pull out the old John Stockton photo. And that ain't even John Stockton. That's a whole nother like old a, white uh, man. That's a, yeah, I know his name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you got to believe it, that Jordan was dominating the best players. He was just dominating those guys. But he he could only play against who was out there though. That's but who is that? LeBron's fault? Is that Jordan's fault? You mean? No, is it LeBron's fault? Because they keep comparing, bro, listen, no, you, when Steve you, Nash you, is beating. counting out Jordan, you're trying to discredit Jordan rings. No, I'm not trying to discredit nothing. I'm just, Who I'm got just bringing more it rings? Jordan. Jordan, but this is the thing. I mean, that's what they say. To think about, though. But understand this. And Jordan didn't pay not, 20 years either, did he? Listen, who? that's because Jordan was tired of shit in year 15. You ever see Jordan on the Wizards? He looked tired <laughs> as hell. You know why? Because it was a rougher, basketball was rough Yeah, or then, he bro. just wasn't built like LeBron James. You, That's it. He didn't have How about that? It was a little bit more physical. He wasn't built like right? LeBron. It was not a little yeah, bit it was more a lot, physical. it was a lot more physical, but five more years? You just like boxing, to be the leader, bro. They listen, used to go to be 15 the, rounds Bro, year 20. Yeah. He would have got flipped up in the air trying to jump like bro, that. Bro, listen, <laughs> year 20, <laughs> Kobe Bryant had the highest average of a play, player to play, play that long. He averaged like 13 points. Yeah. LeBron led the league in 30-point games this year in year 20. This nigga's a machine, bro. Yeah. We've never seen nobody like this before. And again, I'm okay with somebody having Jordan number one and Braun number two. That's yeah. not my argument. Nah, I just, I'm just laughing because I just know it get him going. Yeah, not for <laughs> shit show. Yeah. I, you know, for me though, I think, I think like a Kobe and a Michael, they just passed the eye test of like what people like to see. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, but nah, sure, they like nah, all nah, that nah, nah, killer nah, instinct. Yeah, like the nah, killer nah, instinct. Nah, Give me cannot, the ball. No. Isolate. Let me do this. That's what people like. Eye test is like an Allen Iverson. Pass the eye test of like. No, no, eye like test is like it's like it's like yes, the other well. like yeah, yeah. It's like the exciting like okay, give me the ball, let me. It's on my that's, shoulders. That's AI. No, no, you can't put Kobe and Jordan on in the eye finals. Test. They're they're animals. They the best. Some of the that's best what I'm ever saying. That's do the it. eye though. That's like okay. Even no. Steph is trying to get it now a little bit. AI Steph is, is like give eye. me the ball. Allen Iverson was the eye. Yeah, like Steph it was different. Steph different. Steph shoots right. He, Steph he's and he's gonna run you. He gonna make he runs the whole game. Yeah. But you think he got that good just from his dad? Who? Steph. From his father. That's another thing. Genetics. Kobe, Kobe, I mean, I don't I don't Kobe know if LeBron had Steph. a dad. Did LeBron? No, nah, but Kobe's dad was in the NBA too. I know that, but I'm right. saying Steph dad, and they said Steph's dad was a shooter he was too. Good. He was good. Mm. Dale? It's, it's, I'm not even a basketball guy. Genetics. I just jumped helps, into I mean, this. I don't know. Did it help the ball brothers? I don't know. We have to see. Their career's not over with yet, but they all made it. Their dad was a football guy. Yo, let me, ask you, let me ask y'all football this, guy. though. Oh, he's a basketball player. I'm trying to buy a team some one day. We got what team would you that. buy? 
So what they're Probably saying right now, he played T-ball in high school. What they saying, what they saying right now, though, I don't, I'm not familiar much about it, but they saying the teams to buy right now are esports teams. Mm. You can buy them for some millions. They they said the Utah Jazz. I, I may be wrong, but they bought them for so cheap. Like last time they sold, I don't know if somebody could do the re. It the might Kings, be twenty two million or something. It, it, it might be the Kings. It was something was, for like it was um it was in nineteen eighty six for like twenty ninety six ninety six for like uh I want to say it was like nine nine point eight and no it gotta be more than that. No, it wasn't. It wow. was like it was it was it was under ten million. Um, it was one of them teams I seen it on my guy page and he broke it down. It sold for nine million. It was the Kings. And I want to say it was some. I want to say it was lower than that, but it was. Let's just say it was a single digit million. It was twenty two million, bro. Mm -hmm. We need to. We need. But to it's five. It's five. It's five hundred, or it's worth what now? It's worth a lot because but, Chris Webber was his point of that. If Chris Webber would have got paid um, X amount in stocks and ownership of the company, mm. what he would have made and what he would be worth now right if now. he would have took stock in the business in the in the actual company. And that's where it goes into learning ownership versus um, the, the So what if we could get a minority stake for like 30 million or something? We should go raise their funds and go get a stake in the team. I would like to see what it looks like on the business side though. Cause you yeah, know, Jay-Z did saying. for a little bit and then he got out. Yeah, find out him. find out like what returns is like. Yeah, you know I would love to know that. Jay-Z sell businesses though. Cause I wouldn't yeah. just do it just to say like, you're on like the basketball Serena, team. Uh, like, was it Serena? Serena? Yeah. She was a part of the Dolphins. Like some of them do it, but it's not like they Some of them like, get out for certain Usher reasons too. too. Yeah. Usher with the Hawks. Jesse Isler on a piece of the Hawks. They they bring. I want to own a piece of a sports team. Though. They're uh, getting Usher had paid. Cleveland. Yeah, but they bring they bring people in. I don't know. About they bring Usher. people in. Some so. people come in for attention and PR moves. That's true. Yeah. Like Drake with the Toronto Raptors. LeBron owned. Yeah. He, he, he kind of owned Canada. Like, I don't know if that's UK. a PR move at that point. Right. He run. He he owned Canada. Like Drake, is he still a part of the, um, the Raptors? Yeah, we was at the the stadium. He got the whole. He, he built the state. I, wow. I don't know if he built like or sponsored, Center, but I right? think he built their training facility where we went. Oh. And it's crazy state of the art. Like oh, it's. Did fire. you play ball that day? Nah, I was late. I had to call. That's why. You always got an excuse. He said you played ball that day. Of course you did. <laughs> You know, you be talking. We, yeah, we just played. Ball I remember when you. I remember when you posted it on your stories. You had posted the owl. I thought. I thought he was at Drake's house. He was capping. Yeah. yeah. He, no, he, he just gonna put the owl. He's shallow. You think? I'm he thinking he sick. at Drake's house. Yeah. He was sick. Man. I had to go to Shoddy Page and see where they was at. He was capping. No, listen. All I did was. I, all I did. We was. It was the OVO training facility. It was the owl on the basketball court. I took a picture of the owl, and that was it. No contact. He wasn't there. So. Because he was supposed to be there and wasn't, it's oh, killing out. You FOMO. This is King FOMO. I ain't gonna lie. Jump on a flight. Yo, Wait, what? I he hit him like, so quick. He was like, hell no. Right? And, and he was like, hell no. Y'all like Drake I House? Like, I said, I said, it's up. All I said was, it's up. <laughs> I was pissed. I'm like, y'all at Drake yo, House? <laughs> yo, yo, my man, my man was in my DM for six hours. Like, nah, you he was sending me stuff like, nah, you lying. And I'm like, I sent him the trophy. I was sending him little things like trophies. Because y'all know 500. If he was really at at, Drake, at Dre's house, he would have posted that. Yo, so listen. Yo, like we, we had Ghana at the end of the year, though. Yeah, yeah. Ghana? Yeah, yeah we're going to mm -hmm. go to uh, Market Mondays in Ghana. But we're going to do a round while we're out there. I'm thinking we're going to plant some wells. Water. That's where us, uh, Ashita yeah, was talking about. So yeah. we gonna, while we're out there, we're going to have our own thing running, plant. When is that? 
That's December. You know what's so crazy? I got a cousin out there. She, uh, I want to say she's the part of the presidential family. I'm not sure. I got it's a like cousin that's part of the presidential family, like as far yeah. as security and stuff. Yeah. I wouldn't mind going over there. I want to see like what I'm going, bro. I want to see like movie, like I got your the people, huts, nigga. Like, yeah, like you know, like your people look like you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Like, like what tribe? I just been waiting for the right reason to go. Like I just ain't want to go to Africa. Just okay, we gonna crush them, bro. Hey, we gonna print some water. Well, I asked a question the other day, right? Um, and I just want y'all feedback. I want to see if if what I've seen is that being well traveled, traveling the world, we all have traveled. Mm -hmm. Even when you was traveling on your buddy pass, um, when you travel, even though it was a little struggle trip, is there, have you <laughs> ever seen um, places, another place like Atlanta? And the reason I say that is this, in Atlanta, the amount, I told people, Atlanta gives me ultimate confidence, but it's also the reason that my balloon pops other places. Like I became a successful entrepreneur here because I had the confidence to be anything I want to be. It's okay. Where I go, I'm accepted. I feel good. I walk into the airport, it's up. Mm -hmm. And you take a flight anywhere and everything changes when you get off. I've never been to Africa, but I said, there's no other place in the world for black people that give you the confidence to be a business owner, that give you the confidence to go to college, that exists in the environment, you go to restaurants, anywhere you go, cars, it's black that. excellence. Mm -hmm. That's true. The luxury, who you see in Gucci, who you see in Prada. When I go to Milan and I'm in Italy and I'm in Maldives, everybody's still wearing Prada. Let's not say it's, yeah. they still wearing it, but it ain't us. Yeah, facts. Mm -hmm. Atlanta is the place where you see it. Yeah. Home entrepreneurs. For black people. Yep. Is Atlanta more empowering than Africa, or a hub for black excellence than Africa. I mean, this coming from me going there, I, I don't I don't know. I mean, Atlanta, I definitely feel is empowered because I feel like part of the spots of Africa I've been to, they're, they're heavy impoverished. So I don't know what's going on. Like I wasn't going there hanging out with the Sultans or, you know what I mean? I just, I'm going to tourist areas. Mm -hmm. So I can't really say for me. Personally. Africa's a very rich place. Yeah, you know what I mean to the yes. top, to the leaks and things of that nature. Um, yeah, I don't know personally as like how we sit on this couch and didn't have a father. Section eight come from the mud. I don't know how much of that's going on over there because I just never, you know, yeah. experienced that with anybody over there. Yeah. But I can't, I'm sure I been there. So it's probably the same over there. Year, bro. No, I'm saying to answer the question. I don't no. know. I, only thing I know is like I know people that have tried to to mm. donate to because like some people are like yo, why do they not have it? Well, a lot of it's corruption. People get the money sent over there, but it don't make no, it to the show. We talking about money. It's money there. The thing is, they show us one side. It's money in Africa. There, there's wealth in Lo Africa. Logos. Yeah. Yes. Right. There's no, they wealth. definitely make like, money. G wagons, rack of G wagon, leave yeah. on the side of the road. It's money there. We get shown a certain part, mm -hmm. but what I say is like, I want to go experience the culture and see if it feels how it does here. Yeah. In Atlanta, it feels so good to be black and yeah. and and but that just made me ask a question. Yeah, it's no, not a real. statement, it's yeah. a question. So y'all we'll find out this year. Yeah, we find yeah. out this. But you know, but I, I totally agree with you with the whole Atlanta. I, I put Atlanta on my back, bro. I don't care where I go, I don't care what city is pop. You know, a lot, a lot of the conversation now is that Houston is the no, Atlanta. it ain't you know it. What I'm saying? And don't it get it like twisted. Atlanta. I love Houston, and no, this ain't no shot. I love Houston. 
Me too. Love it. He cleaned but, uh, that up quick. Listen, man. I see. It. Houston, ain't ain't, Houston ain't got nothing on Atlanta. It don't. Just, damn, bar none. It don't. Like, and I know there, there's no place Houston in the United States that has anything on young <laughs> black <laughs> entrepreneurs <laughs> over Atlanta. And I've been in, there's not a state that has it. Mm -hmm. Let me say this, though. So we, I just want to jump back on the Africa thing, right? Because when you, you know, we talk to girls and they be like, oh, I got an African. Mm -hmm. like, it's something. It's something. It's, it's a group. It's a. It's a. It's Nigerians. I don't know what it is. You know, and Nigerians outside of the, money. you no, know, what I'm do. saying, outside of the scamming, and you know, you, you hear people yeah. say that like, nah, it's it's some Nigerians cooking. Yeah, they are. Like they really working. They really grinding. Even the forex and all that. Like, yeah. shots out to y'all boys. But you know what I mean. Like <laughs> everybody, you, you you just hear that and they be trying to. Shout out to what the forex boys. No, I'm just saying for like learn, stocks, whatever it is. You yeah. know what I'm saying. Like everybody just be kind of trying to say. It came from this or that, you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. they, the girls that they deal with in Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. a lot of girls, and that, and that might just be me, because I, yeah. I deal with all the, you know, the dancers mm -hmm. and stuff like that. They're like, oh, I'm, I'm trying to get me an African. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't get it twisted. All across America. Don't get it twisted. Them Africans. Yeah. They get money. Yeah. They get some money. You know what I'm saying? They're not afraid mm -hmm. to spend it on women too. I heard. So. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. You give them a run for their money though. And I'm around a rich ass African all the time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they oh, too. man. Oh, <laughs> yo. Forever mm. I love Atlanta, though, man. Forever yeah. I love Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta been so good to me, bro. Like, I'm going to defend it to the end. We got our BS, you know what I'm saying? We got our, mm -hmm. you know, crime had, had an uptick for a minute. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Do y'all feel like the crime was kind of going down a little bit? Or? Well, you know the best. You 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 the news channel, so you tell us. <laughs> nah, I, I, I got to stay tapped in. I, I definitely yeah, yeah. want to know what's going on. Yeah. What's going on? Alex be on top of it though. Got, like he, you, got move, you know what I'm saying. We got to move. That's why you, you know got to move vigilant. Yeah. I used to always tell people that. this right here, like in Atlanta, right, like with the beef and the, you know you hear killing and stuff like that. A lot of times these people know each other. Mm -hmm. That's one. It's one city that, that not like random. Action. Yeah, when it happens, mm -hmm. it'd be like, what's the underlying? You say a break in the car is cool, but when you don't, yeah, break in the car, yeah, everybody gonna get that. You gonna get that work. You come to Atlanta, they gonna get, in, they gonna break in your car. <laughs> Understand that. You better off rolling your windows down. Don't yeah. how cold it is. Leave your windows the down. doors open. Yeah, and all that. If you come to visit, yeah, they gonna get bro, you. They leave broke, some water they in there. Don't leave nothing they in your broke car. The window in my wife. Matter of fact, they stole like I had three guns in the car. Yeah, they gonna take that. All That's my guns out here in the city, and they figured it out without even breaking the windows. Come on, bro. They gonna do that. But I'm talking about like, and you better have some money for the water boys too. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, keep you some singles. I haven't seen them. The brother, I'm gonna go crazy. They, I haven't seen them. They uh, they put out like a yeah, they, uh, they can't do it where they can't do oh, it. They can't do it no more. Yeah. I, I haven't been seen. Them. I'm surprised they're listening though. I see them sometimes. They, they be on scooters now. Though. They pop in. They now. in and out. Yeah. You don't see them now. They ain't posting. Yeah, they come. They out had now. a good thing going though, man. Like for a while, like I wasn't mad at them. Why we showing love to them though? Why we showing love to Atlanta? What's your what's your top restaurants? I'm just. I like Umi. Umi, my spot. Never been to Omi. Yeah, Omi is my spot. Um, they got a vibe, ambiance, dark lights. You know, say kind of remind me of New York. It's like real intimate. You real close to people. Yeah, so Omi is my spot. What you got? I don't know. I don't know if I got a favorite spot here. Uh, let me think about it. Come back to me. My favorite well, nigga shouts out the pseudos. Yeah, you know what I'm saying <laughs> he took us there the other day. Yeah, greasy mm -hmm. behind. Uh, yeah, all that. Please. <laughs> yeah, all that. Yeah, I got a shout out, girl, hungry home girl, bro. I just go to her page and just whatever she suggests, I go there and I just hungry home girl. Home, bro. You a foodie though? Shouts out to her. Yeah, yeah. I, I go to about yeah, two, he like three spots a week. I like Pasha though. Pasha. Yeah, them lamb chops. I like Pasha. Pasha I got the best salmon. food. It was me. good. Who lamb chops better, Pasha? Or Pasha got the best whatever. Think so. 
Striker or Pasha Lamb Chops? I think Striker, probably. Striker, for sure. Yeah. Shout, shout out to my chef. Pasha? Yeah. Um, that rice with that shit, too? Yeah. And a potato? I, we can't talk about The, the plate rock. is crazy. Shout out to Striker, though. Chef Rob, yeah, I would, I would, I would. Oh, the Jamaican spot. Yeah, that's one of the ones I frequent the most. Like yeah, when I was eating oxtails, they the best ones I've tasted, dog. Yeah, I definitely. I'm gonna, rock do, with I'm gonna Chef dig Rob. the damn breakfast at Barney's though. Yeah, I've been with breakfast. Damn Yardbird. Yeah. That and then dinner I be at Devon's. Oh yeah, that's your spot. They husky oh, yeah. behind salmon plates and all mm -hmm. that crap. Yeah, I yeah. shot out the crew Alpharetta too, though. You know That's saying? a fact. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, I, I, pack, I pack your spot out that you night, did. bro. Y'all didn't event. know nothing yeah. about Alpharetta. I, I told y'all about it. Though. Yeah, we we brought like two, no three hundred people through First your joint. All these dudes was talking about Alpharetta, and it's now. Yeah, I still don't like going there. It's too far away. Respectfully, he just said nobody knew about Alpharetta until he put us on. Yeah, I was not talking about Alpharetta. Bro, you live Alpharetta. Yo, you just you you live in Alpharetta. Nah, nah, nah. He's new money. He just moved there two years ago. Two and a half. I lived in Roswell. I lived off of exit. 11 in 2016 and worked at the bank uh Talk Wells Fargo. And neither of those are Alpharetta. Yes, it 11 is. Is I was Alpharetta. in Alpharetta. <laughs> what is it? Yes. We, we worked in Alpharetta making seven dollars an hour. Yeah, yeah. So we met. But it wasn't was different Alpharetta though. No, it wasn't. Yeah, welcome. That was I like, know you knew when you probably right there by the Ferrari shop. But you was in Loganville. I was yeah, kind you of was a Loganville right boy there, until like yeah, three years ago. Like you gotta relax. Y'all still wasn't talking about it. I said, listen. New money, man. Yeah, yeah, new money, man. That's it. It's okay. <laughs> I'm gonna be like honest. That. I still don't want to go to Alpharetta. It's too. When I gotta go to his restaurant, I'm like, yeah, that's on a journey. Gotta I gotta go, go to his why, house. Why do you care when you got a driver? Yeah, <laughs> I, it's still a journey. Damn, bro. Bro, he sent me. This dude sent me to his uh therapist. I stopped going. It was fire though, right? Yeah, it was too far though. I stopped. It was like a 38 minute ride. Backseat of Escalade, watching TV. Bougie, bougie from Philly. He came a long way from Arcadia. Now look I'll at him. You, he want to take boy. a twenty minute rock. Don't play with the Arcadia, bro. Wifey, you complaining about that? On a crate. On oh, a crate. He's just sit on a crate. That's crazy, man. Yo, Come listen. Was that, your most, was that your most struggle moment? On a crate? No, I was doing good then. Nah, what was your most struggle moment? I, I want to hear yours first. Most struggle moment was when I was boy. on a fruit truck. Mm -hmm. Couldn't eat. Oh, having eating the rice and gravy every day because yeah. I only could afford that till I got home at seven o'clock every day. I wasn't really making no money. Mm. I did that for like two years. Got off, went to go scrap some metal. Yeah, jeez, that was some times. Bro, bro, I used to do that too, bro. Scrap metal. Mm. Yeah, that crap crazy. Mm. What's your most struggle moment? So probably um, shit. Probably the recognition. The recognition. When we yeah, I, that was. Uh, what about when you had to uh, give a car back or something? Said you had to nah, hell no! Nah, I was uh. I was up. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting big nigga there. But I'm just talking about it was, it was when transition. I was working with him, making seven dollars an hour. Yeah, because I wasn't doing the sales job. I was just like going through the flow. You know what I'm saying? My wife had a job. And, uh, yeah, our rent was, was like five hundred dollars. Commission. It was seven dollars an hour base plus commission. Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna lie. Jason used to come in there and just just sit there and not do nothing. Kick it. Mm -hmm. I, used, I was throwing parties too. Oh, okay, you know what I'm saying? So I had a some money doing other stuff. Yeah. What was the average check at, at that job? Oh my God. Don't give me the line. About 300? Yeah. 300 <laughs> a week? Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. Yeah, 300. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's week commission. My rent was 500. <laughs> How you get 300 week commission? Y'all, what? You wasn't selling shit. He wasn't doing nothing. Nah, he was I wasn't doing nothing. Socialized. My, my boy was the supervisor. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. He fired y'all, right? He fired, he fired him first. He fired you. Fired me. Yeah, that's the best decision. He cried when he had to fire me. He cried when he had to fire me. Uh, yeah, I remember he tagged him. Y'all petty. Y'all be tagging him in yeah. posts. Oh, we tag him. Yeah, we ain't never shot the, shot the buck. buck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Thank you, God. Thank you for firing me. Because a boy. He had to get a little struggle moment. Um, mine was probably like 
two years, two two years into my marriage, I ain't married no more. But like, I had a bad year in business, and I had to move back in with my parents, and we had to move into like this one bedroom y in my y parents' Your wife house. moved in with you at that time. Yeah, my former yeah, yeah, yeah ex wife. Yeah, yeah, she did, and I had my daughter in there. Yeah, I just had three y'all in the bedroom. Yeah, in one bedroom on the floor. Yeah, mm -hmm. like one of them. Uh, you think your daughter remember that? Um, I don't know. Mm. That's a good question. I gotta ask her. But we had like we literally had put all of our clothes in like one of those like portable closets. Mm. Bro, that joint was tough. I remember one day I tell the story when I be like speaking sometimes, not the whole story because they don't know where I was at. But I came home one day and like the closet, it was so many clothes it fell down. It, that's what it, it felt like. That was what happened to my oh life. My I was God. like. Overwhelming bro. I had to just walk outside. I was like, all right, man, you gotta you gotta get this together. Like you got your mm. daughter sleeping on the floor. You know what I'm saying? That's what made me like I say, like, okay, I gotta get serious about like business. Cause I'm like, I can't have I can't allow another person. I that was my fault too, because like I just, you know, when you first start making money, you think it comes forever. Yeah. Mm, and that was my first fact, time bro. that it stopped. And I was like, whoa, what you mean? So it ain't nothing else coming. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I just had to I had to adjust it. So that it took me like it probably took me like seven, eight months mm. to get out of it. So like doing that every day. And then it was like the the face you got to keep on your face when you going out to talk to people. Like, cause you, now you're trying to like- What was you doing at that time? Network marketing. Mm. I'm doing presentations like, like put, they could change who, their life. Who Man. put you on network marketing, bro? My best friend, Isaac, he called me. They say your best friend? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that's that's my guy. We've been friends since we was like- So, so you should stand up there and be like, you can do it. Yeah, bro. <laughs> and I knew, you, but the thing is, like, or were you were you enrolling people into your like? What product were you selling? Man, it was uh, coffee. What was it? It was like some type of lifestyle product. You don't even know what it was. I don't even, you know? Yeah, you know. I mean, it's funny. Uh, I was just talking to my best friend about it. Like, there's a part of my life that's like, I think it was so much going on that I almost can't remember all of it. But I remember like moments of it because literally, I would like, I would come up with this thing. I was like, okay, I'm here physically, but mentally, my mind is someplace else. Mm. And so even when I would come home, I was like, I'm here, but I'm not here. We we on the floor, but I'm not on the floor. Like literally, mm -hmm. so I like, but I use the uncomfort of that. To like like I'll be up early in the morning. I ain't even a morning person. I'll be up at seven. I'm working all day doing presentations, one two o'clock in the morning. But it's like the it was that struggle. Plus you on the outside, you telling people like, hey man, things are gonna get better. You can change your life, and it's like and every day you going back home. You. Yeah, I'm talking you to talk myself to at the same time. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I'm like listening to audios, and uh, yeah, that was that was tough, man. But we got out, like we got out of it. Um, I learned a lot about myself during that time. So yeah, that was mm -hmm. that was definitely tough. Yo, um, you know who you can't go back and find a bad picture of him? Him. <laughs> this dude don't got nothing like you know when we talk about struggle, like he going he and he still ain't gonna say he ever struggled, but this dude he don't in got front a of a baby Benz or something. So was the, was the change, <laughs> change always real? Was, were they always real though? Always. Listen, my baby Benz. Sixteen years old. Sixteen years old. My mama spent twenty five hundred on my chain. Damn. Hey, eighteen years old. At eighteen, I had a two thousand six Charger in two thousand six. Mm. <laughs> at eighteen. At eighteen. Listen, I've been, I've been a hustler and getting money my whole life. But don't mean I don't have rough times. I had a nineteen ninety six Cougar. In yeah, you talking about the Cougar. <laughs> I had a 1996 Cougar with bad struts and had to open the door from the outside. Y'all know how ugly a Cougar is? What? Listen, <laughs> let me explain something. I want to hear y'all worst car too. I want to hear oh everybody worst car. That Bro, Cougar is. <laughs> that Cougar. Listen, I had a 1996 Cougar. I went through a time where I had a. I used to live in Alfreda. Had a Benz, everything. She hit the fam. I fell on bad times. I was sleeping in my sister's house on an airbed, and it, and I was in such a rut. 
I used to wear a polo sweatsuit, King Griffey's. I wore it for like three weeks. Mm-hmm. So my sister had to pay my cell phone bill. Mm-hmm. Bro, I started working at a warehouse driving a 1996 Mercury Cougar. When I tell you, like my my ego and pride, like I I would work 10 hour shifts and, and go every single day. They'd be like, oh, you only got to work three days, four days this week. Nah, I will work seven. Mm. The airbed will go to the airbed will go flat, and I, that's how I knew it was time for me to get up. Dang. <laughs> and I will go back to work. Damn. Listen, that's I, seven hours right there, bro. But I'm a hustler, <laughs> so I wasn't used to like. I'm in your house. These damn kids is loud. My nieces, and I let them. They're my dogs, but I'm. I'm. I need me. I moved out at when I moved to Atlanta. I got my own spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, bro. It took me. I was going to work so much, and I had to get out that cougar. It took me three months. I went and bought a Range Rover. <laughs> like, I still, Damn. Yeah. For myself. Yeah. So I, if you go Range back, Rover. I went and bought a Range Rover. I'm working at the warehouse. Now I got a Range Rover. I figured out how to stack me, stack these checks, make a thousand a week. But I'm not, I'm not going through that. Yeah. Not fenced to. You've been bro. a hustler a long time, boy. Yeah. A lot of people be like, yo, y'all just start getting money. Like, you go look at my page 2019. We was playing with Bentleys. Like, we was buying cars and leasing them to other people. Man, listen, I'm not. I'm not going. Him. You, you name him. Him mm-hmm. neutron. I struggle. Yeah. Like it's been times where I fall off, and my wife had to help with money. I had a 2006 Dodge Charger because she was like, "You better not buy a car." And I'm like, "What? She's like, we need to buy a house." Mm-hmm. I had to drive a Charger, and I drove that. I owned it outright. It was no. And I said, "All right, we bought a house," mm-hmm. and I went right back to playing. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> but she, I drove a. We 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 got an apartment. I drove a Charger. I had a 2006 Dodge Charger. What year? This is 2014, 15, mm-hmm. 15, about 2015. I went back to a Charger. We went, bought our house. Yep. She wanted the Benz, got her a little, little Benz. And when I say baby mama, money, then, baby mama yeah, Benz, yeah, yeah. it ain't like I was playing with hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. But I was okay to where I can take a family vacation. Yep. I would have. 10, 15, $25,000 saved. That was the goal. That's like, we need to get 10,000, 15,000 saved. Money back good money right it's now. It's still good money now. That's not good money. And so, a 20 in the tuck? Same. 25,000 saved? Yeah. I'm not, I'm talking about, yes. Yeah. Let's not get lost with the real experience of, like, yeah, yeah. that's what working at the warehouse. Most people don't got a stack, right? Bro, now. working at Save. the warehouse is what humbled me because you come from outside and you start to realize. Yeah, Ellis is disconnected. No, I'm not. No. <laughs> what? Were you, were you, were I cash up that. Uh, <laughs> get out of here. Get out of here. I just did that before the set started. Here, <laughs> they call him Alex Autopay. <laughs> Damn, baby. Yo. Yo. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, it's just been a, it's been a journey. I'm going to share something I ain't never shared before. Because, you know, I've had ups and downs. Like, I, it's so dope because, man, I feel like. I always tell people this, right? I got friends that was like born into wealth, right? Mm. I got friends who have big brothers who are like A-list superstars. And I used to always, when I was young, and I used to be around them, like, damn, you so lucky, bro. Like, you you ain't really had to work. Like, you- you I know you're talking about you know, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You grew up and you got an A-list brother as a superstar. Like, damn, you're like, you you living in the, in the mansion with your brother. You know what I'm saying? You just living life. And I think about it, I'm like, damn, um, would I rather have been born into wealth or- went through the struggle and then come up. Like, which one would I, I appreciate more? Give me about? born into it all day. You want no, me born into it? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I'll take that. Thousand percent. Sure. Give nah. me born into it. I don't know, man. It just hit different when you, when you, when you, 
didn't have it and then you grind to have it. it even hit well, your when kids will be good. They, or it even hit no. different when you have it, lose it, and then you get it back again. Nah, but I ain't trying to lose you it. You know bro. what I'm saying? Like, nah, nah, for nah. real. Like, yeah. I've had I've had that happen twice to me, bro. I've been yeah. up before, not like this, but I've been up. That's before. when you was in Miami, right? Yeah, lost it all, up again. How you lose it all? Living beyond my means. Yeah, I'm gonna share something I he never shared before, and I'm gonna make it real. <laughs> yeah, I was, was good at that. I was, boy. but. Let me tell you the good part about that. That nigga went crazy one year. I was a promoter. I, I wonder how they sent money back in the day without cash app and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, how did you yo get this ass home? <laughs> yo, I threw, I was throwing parties. And you know, as a promoter, you got to live that. You a promoter. So you, you know what I'm saying? They automatically, for some reason, th think you rich because you throw parties. Yeah. Mm. So I never figured I rented this mini mansion in Alpharetta. And the, the rent was 3000 a month. Jason been there. Movie theater, gym downstairs, on the golf courts, fly. But I'm literally living party to party. I'm doing one party a week. And if I have a bad Thursday, boy, good luck paying that rent. So, oh, I'm, so I'm living in this house. I'm renting this car for my homegirl. And, and then, um, yo, I had a bad month. I think it rained every Thursday for like two months straight. Mm. And I ain't make no money. Got evicted from the, uh, from the mini mansion. And I had to go live with Beach and Skino. Shout out to them. They had a townhouse. It was six dudes in a three-bedroom townhouse. I was not going back to my mother's house, though. Mm -hmm. So I said, look, man, I need to come stay with you. They like, yo, all the rooms is booked. That was the struggle could, house, bro. They was like, yo, just figure it out. You, you could come in and just figure it out. And i never forget. When I realized I hit rock bottom. That nigga living on Camp Creek in, in on the Camp cut. Creek. Like, no, Cascade. Cascade. That's Ooh, what that's yeah, I was on Cascade. In the cut. I realized I hit rock bottom. When I had to take turns sleeping in the bed, right? It was it was three dudes, one room, <laughs> and we had to take turns who slept in the bed. Hmm. I never forget we didn't have no dishwasher, no laundry detergent, and I had to sleep on a mattress with no sheets on it. Hmm. Damn, <sighs> when you sleep on a mattress with no sheets, that three that dudes, was humbling. You know who you do? Skino, Skino from uh, Vegas. Yeah, Skino. <laughs> but three dudes. Yeah, bro. Did y'all had girls coming through or no? Yeah, <laughs> that's the crazy good. part. Yeah, we did. But um, bruh, That's funny. The, the bathroom didn't work, the plumbing didn't work. So, damn, this is embarrassing. I must just say it. We would like, use the restroom in like jugs, and, and, it, and they would put the jugs in nah. this one room that wasn't occupied. Nah. Oh, dog. Stop. It, was it was a room, a room that wasn't the occupied? These people, Why whoever these in the people trash? they about to come, up, was, come for you. Bro, it was bad, bro. And that just y'all like shitting pneumonia. Bruh, I don't y'all shitting? That's disgusting. It was bad. You remember? It was bad. I, and then, at that moment, yeah. I had to, I had to go back to my mom. And you people house. out? Yeah. I had to go to my, I had to go to my man, mom. like, yo, take my name out this episode, bro. Yeah. Nah, but real talk. That, that, that situation, though. I remember that. But I came to visit once. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this is beneath me. <laughs> so then you I'm felt like, nigga. Oh, man, you felt it. again. I, like, yo, I am not coming back to this place. Right? Kalani, you should see yeah. this shit. Yeah. But guess what, though? That house that I was living beyond my means in, ever since I got evicted from that house, it's been my mission. I'm like, I got to get back to that because I already got that exposure on mm -hmm. I know what it's like to have a movie theater in your house. Yeah. I know what it's like to have a gym in my house. You know what I'm saying? I know mm -hmm. what it's like to live on a golf course. Yeah. So since then, I you, took it personal. Like, yo, I'm going to bust my ass and I'm going to make sure. When I get get bro, he used to do shit like, like that. Like, that's why you ain't got you another mini mansion. Mm -hmm. And that's why I built the golf course on it, the little <laughs> putt-putt. Yeah, like, all I, right. I, I was, it was Do personal. you call this the mini mansion now? This ain't no, no, no <laughs> mini mansion. <laughs>
<laughs> you let it slide. The same mini. You let it slide. I'm like, you had to go get another mini mansion. Nah. Like, the same nah, mini, huh? The same mini. Nah, but that exposure. If I wouldn't have been exposed to that, that even if it was, it was only for eight months, but I knew what it felt like to live like that, and I was like, nah, I gotta get it back. How it feel now? Though you're about to have a huge party, bro, and have a grand opening in your crib. For for yeah. you know, you've been there for a minute, but yeah. now you. <clears throat> I'm inviting some I'm people. To, I'm about to be 40 years old. Man. What you think about that? Inviting some some people, randoms. Ain't they gonna be no randoms? Uh, no plus ones. You know what I'm saying? Ain't they gonna be no plus ones? All right. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna invite be only. Most exclusive event ever. Um, y'all y'all saw what happened in my joint. They people bringing guests and all that. Maddie ran the play. This ain't that. <laughs> but um, you know, I said be, that this ain't that. It will be that. Uh, I hope not. Nah, play. Play. And Alex is nice. Yeah. All right, come on. 40 years old, man. This is my first time ever throwing a party for myself. Mm, what you doing for it? Um, it's going to be the Rock Nation brunch meets Atlanta. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so brunch mm. during the day? Nah, just that vibe. Yeah. Like people keep asking me what you want to wear. Wear what you would wear to the Rock Nation brunch. Dang. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to have your favorite R&B artists performing. Ooh. Um, It's going to be special. You know what I'm saying? My mm. bike, the backyard is like no other. Are current R&B artists or like the Both. hookah and lamb chop? Come perform, artist. Both. Okay. <laughs> Yo, Bet. so wait, are we drive, we driving there or what? Ubering? Nah, Uber or. It's I'm gonna, gonna let y'all bring y'all cars. Okay. You know, y'all got you know, you know, make a show in the front. Uh, I'm yeah. about to say, yeah, it's gonna be a movie. It's gonna be hard to get in there. Like all yeah. oh, facts. Yeah, it's gonna be hard parking on the street. Yeah. Shout to Tori Williams on the um, event planning. She gonna go crazy. You know it. I yeah. go get the best. She don't miss. That's a she don't. Yo, she was talking about you. She spoke at our event and she's like, all you said was make it blue. And you didn't even see no venue. You came the day of. She said, mm. most guests, they want to see it. And he came and he, he enjoyed what he Man, with him. Yeah. I know it what she did. Greatness do. blue was yeah. all that. Yeah. yeah. Recession proof blue. All three of us got the same blue, though. Really? Yeah. What theme you going? What don't, theme? Don't what what color? Is mixed. Man, that <laughs> Rock Nation yeah, I ain't going no colors. Well, you know what? She's figuring it out. But you know, my, my backyard is like a lot of white. Yeah. So it's just going to be prestigious. Mm -hmm. yeah. Can we still shoot some basketballs? Or no? Nah, so I got to take the basketball court down. I'm putting the stage. I came in. She's going crazy. Bro. The Man. stage with a court at? Yeah, we're taking down the court. It's going to be Taking bananas. down the court. Court. Crazy. Wow. Take Damn. the court down. You just slide past crazy. the court, though. We ain't going you know, to just slide. With his face on it. You got to face on the basketball court. Yeah, his face on it. Yeah. What about you? you we can talk about your, uh, your struggle period. My struggle pair. I did. I talked about the fruit truck. No, you living in my grandma's room. Living in my grandma's room for a long time. I stayed at home till I was 24. I tell people stay home long as you can, dog. Yeah. You stay uh, home till you're 24? Listen, yes. If y'all listen to me right now, don't feel like you got to rush out of the crib. That's a black people Stay thing. home as long as you need and stack up your chips and, and, and put it in the stuff. Because I ain't gonna lie, the black parents... They don't make you pay no rent. They letting you chill for a little minute. You said black parents? Some of them. Oh, no. Well, my grandma and My parents started charging me $50 rent. But uh, you was with me. I was with, yeah, I was with, Vina. And she stayed at the crib, too. 24, she, bro. I was growing as hell at 24. She, she only could come over. <laughs> That'll be the one girl. She didn't stay from the house and all that, bro. I, I, I like, sat at the table with white folks. Listen, I, would, I, I agree with him, though. Listen, come on. A lot of my friends that are white. Their parents didn't force them to move out when they was 18. I'm for sure. You don't when even they, know what you're doing at 18. But you know, when you black, it's like you, it's just like, yo, you grown now. Maybe he's outside. Do thing. And it's not really true. Like you really don't know nothing at that point. I left That's my mom's house at the graduation. Ain't never went back. Yo, my biggest fear <laughs> for my 17-year-older bro is like, she don't really like listen to me too much like that. 
And I'm like, bro, I ain't trying to have you mess your credit. I will feel bad if anything go wrong. What if you mean? You mess your credit up if you mm -hmm. we just put in recession proof. Mm -hmm. Out here playing. Yeah, but yeah. now imagine how far we would be. Think about this, bro. How far would we be if we ain't had to recover our credit? Yeah. In years it take to recover the credit. You know when the black people learn about credit after you already mess, mess it up. up. Yeah, yeah. But many years I've been in the hole with credit. It took me like yeah. six, seven years to get. When you paying a minimum payment, you cannot get out of that crap, dog. Yeah, that's nope. a fact. But for seven years, minimal, minimal, minimal. Recession proof. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna I wasn't lie. around then. <laughs> yeah, but no, for a kid at seventeen, you gotta look at is habits and then the exposure. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't look at raising my kids to be me or experience the things that I experienced. Mm -hmm. They got to have their own experience. Riley got her whole own experience. Yeah. She, that's not going to have Obviously. your experience. Mm -hmm. Her experience in life is totally different. It's the one that you are able to provide. If her credit gets messed up, asshole is your fault, right? Because- Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it's your I'm fault. Saying. So you monitor it. As a parent, if you know that's not her strong point, you monitor and make sure my 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 youngest stay straight. I I'll put systems in place to make yeah. sure you stay straight because I can see your weaknesses like I can see your strengths. Yeah. And that's the thing that we didn't have. We didn't have nobody guiding us. So we running in the walls and we running into we figuring it out. We we ending up homeless and because nobody was guiding us and putting a hand over us like yeah. they should. This is you we bring these kids into this earth and on, on this world. It's our responsibility to guide them. Yeah. It's I'm guiding until I'm gone. My mm. kids is never done. My job is, I look, my mom still call me and I was, she'd be like, you all right? Turk dad, a, a, a call her and be like, you know, I just, I'll make sure you're okay. Do you need anything to, can I do this? Man, the, the, my dog would be over their house for, for at her dad house for a week, two weeks. He'd be like, I thought it was my dog. <laughs> the, you never stop being a parent. No. Like it yeah. never, it never stops. So when I, I look at that, but I, when they leave and be outside, but, I'm not, the most here's but here, yeah. like the way you're gonna do credit, bro, is like, I mean, you got credit cards. Like, people with money, they just put their kids on their credit card and they monitor what they're doing anyway. I mean, I they gonna pick my credit. I'm just, she ain't gonna mess what, it up, though. What I'm basically trying to say is that <laughs> you gonna be able to say, this card has a, a spending limit of $1,200. You, know I mean? you know what I mean? Successful parents and they, a lot of them got kids that's jacked up, bro. Mm -hmm. And I ain't referring to my daughter now. I ain't saying that's gonna be her, but I'm saying, do you know how many. Mm -hmm. But that's because they don't, we're in a place, we're in a self-development place and we have friends and peers to look at. I mean, some people are just naturally screw-ups. Some people, you just can't help it. Mm -hmm. It's just like, yo, you just a fuck-up. There's nothing I can do. Yeah, a lot of people Genetic, money genetics is a motherfucker. Yeah. Like, excuse my language, but genetics is one thing. Sometimes it's, it's experiences. Sometimes it's, it's a lack of drive. Some people just aren't, and, and we will say they're a, a, a screw-up based off of the parents' perception. Yeah. If if some it's people out there right now with an alcohol addiction and a drug addiction that feel like they are absolutely fine mm -hmm. and they enjoy their life, but you will look at them and say, "You don't got a business. You ain't making your business suck. You ain't making a hundred thousand dollars a month." Yeah. No, it's their perception of what they're willing to deal with. Mm -hmm. If they're okay with staying in a two in a, a two two bedroom one bath and in 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 peeing in jugs, then that's okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's if they're willing to accept it, that does not mean they're a screw up. Mm -hmm. That means that they're willing to live this life. My, I, and I'm not throwing a shot. It's just it came out because my man, where he is at now, is what he like. is uh, is accustomed to. 
Like, I may have went through that, but I didn't stay there. Mm -hmm. Some people will accept things and just be okay with it. I went yeah. from peeing in drugs to nine bathrooms now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, dang. That is good, bro. Yeah, <laughs> nine bathrooms? Golly. You got nine bathrooms? Nine bathrooms, bro. You disrespectful. That is good. Bro, dude, when the last time you been upstairs in your house? Mm -hmm, about two months ago. <laughs> two months ago. Yeah, all the bedrooms have. You, know, you got a seven, three, eight bedroom two. house. His dog living better than a lot of people out here, man. Dog living crazy. You got a virtual reality booth and everything. <laughs> now, the fact that I was at, when I was in Disney, I'm in Disney. Um, in Florida with my kids and we in like this forest room and I'm on live. They was like, yo, why, why 500 in Alex's uh, dog, dog room? room? I said, yo, <laughs> you okay? I said, yo. Yeah. Cause this dog room is decked out. Yeah, like a cabin. Yeah. Oh, I'm just saying, it's like a whole, yeah. it's a whole Forest. joint. Mm -hmm. man. Nah, but man, nah, we definitely had a good conversation, man, sitting here talking with y'all. I think that they get to see us play a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> we ain't really talking no business. Nah, yo, congrats, y'all welcome. I be tired of talking about that shit all the time. Yeah, we say we saved the audience. Neo didn't give y'all a pitch or a call to action, man. You, you welcome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, oh, he no, he dropped it in his video. We just not seeing it. He, yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna be. be nah, it's gonna be. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna drop some ads in this video. <laughs> but no, we really. I think what y'all think about that kind? Because David, I'm like, bro, we need to always start business, but but this allows people to get the notes. What y'all think? Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because they always. They, they see us play Do you now. think they're going to listen to the whole thing not knowing that, oh, we didn't talk about... I feel like we talk more of life. But they just found out now that we didn't talk business, so thank y'all so, for watching. Yeah. <laughs> you got this right, far. Right. Yeah. yeah. You got this far, you know. You but, you know, these backstories, though, kind of, you know... Explain, what makes the man? It explains, yeah. like, you know what, what I'm saying? What makes the like, man? What we've been through to get to where we at right yeah. now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's mm -hmm. a fact. These stories is just important. It's just as important. You yeah, know that's saying? real. Yeah. You know well, at least as we take it out, everybody lead the people with one piece of advice they could use in the season. Because this season different than last year, I believe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I'll just start, say, yeah, no, go ahead. I'll just start off with just, you know, kind of what we started off talking about, like just using that pain, you know, as the motivation. You know what I mean? It's so easy for, it would have it been easy for me to just use the fact that I didn't meet my father um, and, and, the, and the pain that I went through for that is an excuse of why I didn't make it. It was it was something easy that I could use as a, as a crutch. But instead, I turned it around. And, you know, even though I feel like the energy might not have been as positive, me wanting to prove that, yo, you're going to regret not meeting me. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I used that strategy and it worked. But now I've been able to forgive and move on, man. So, again, just turn that pain um, into motivation and uh, it has something to show for that pain. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. I'll just say like, you know, where you are is not who you are. You know what I mean? Like some people might be mm. in some, some tough That's spots good. right now. And it's like- you Always got some stuff with you, man. Yeah, you know. We, where you are is not who you are. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm sure you'll take it. But it's not- Do that boop again? Do it again? No. <laughs> Please don't. Because <laughs> you said you're open. <laughs> That's why I ain't going to do it. Nah, but it's like, but but I think that goes both ways. It's like, you know, you know where you are is not who you are. So it's like, if you're on the top, then you got to stay humble. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, on the other side, it's like, you know, if you're not where you want to be, that's not who you are. So you got to stay hungry. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, use this time to motivate you, inspire you, and, uh, you know, just be be vigilant, be smart, and, uh, and go get it. I guess mine would be just stay at it, right? Right now in this season, I feel like this isn't a time to really take your foot off the gas. You mm -hmm. should put your foot on the gas. Mm -hmm. yep. And right now I feel like it's double down season. Whatever you did last year, you need to double that up. Like you're yeah. going to have to put a little bit more effort in mm -hmm. this year. So that's what I'm saying. Give it everything you got. <clears throat> For me, I would tell um, 
is don't ever be humble. Well, uh, that's what Jesus said. So stay, stay. I'll let y'all talk about it. He killed you on that one. But no, what, what, I, what I said is that look at the definition of humble, but your approach to business and life right now um, is everybody where we come from, a lot of times we start off at the bottom or we start off somewhere and we want to go up. And when you want to go up, you got to plan as far up as, as possible. Don't start off thinking that, hey, I'm just going to start off as um, a party promoter. Right. Like I'm not just going to be a promoter. I'm going to be an owner of X, Y and Z. I'm going I know that there's more to life. And that's one thing I tell people in business right now is we don't lose in business. We lose in planning of business. We did not plan to be top tier. We didn't plan to be a part of Fortune 500. My name is him 500 because I wanted to be at Fortune 500 level. So when I plan now, I don't look to make hundred thousand dollars i'm trying to say how do i make a hundred million what's the business infrastructure like to make a hundred million and once i can make a hundred million i then can plan for a billion but i'm not staying okay yeah you made 10 million well my goal is not to make 10 million anymore my goal is to make a hundred million so i'm planning my business structures need to be that way my goals need to be that way so when i work for something as i make money allocate your money towards the next goal that's bigger than what your vision currently is. So oh, when I say is good. don't be humble is not in a way of the, I don't even know how they put a negativeness on or making being humble cool. I don't agree with it. I don't even like the word. Um, so when I say is go all out, yeah, y'all play that clip in whatever he said, <laughs> but <laughs> screw all that humble shit. You gotta be a dog and, and you gotta be a savage and you gotta believe in yourself because the world don't believe in you. Ain't nobody gonna believe in you. Ain't nobody gonna have your back. Ain't nobody gonna work for you. You gotta put that work in. You gotta do it every day. You gotta be competitive. You gotta have grit. And ain't nothing nice about that shit. And ain't nothing nice about getting rich. And ain't nothing nice about being broke. So I'm gonna tell you this, don't be nice, be hungry, and don't be humble because the world wanna do that to you. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I if you're watching this podcast, man, and if you, uh, you know, you work in a warehouse, you know, nothing wrong with that. Um, but if you work in a warehouse, that's not where you want to be. If you're eating rice and gravy, if you're sleeping on the floor, if you're pissing in jugs, you know, you got to understand that your current situation ain't your final destination. You know what I mean? You can get up out of that, but you got to work at it. You know what I mean? Nobody's going to come. Like Marcus said, nobody's going to come and just get you up out of that. You got to get your own ass up off the floor. You know, you got to get your own thoughts outside of your head and execute. I think one thing about everybody on this couch, man, we execute. You know what I mean? Um, I had a failing business last year you know what i mean and i turned that business into my main source of money you know what i mean i pivot and i just made my mind up i was gonna do it you know it mm -hmm. has to work or it has to work mm -hmm. i'm not gonna sit here and look like i got the latest gym now my, my gym need to it, it need to look that way on paper you know what yeah. i'm saying so i just put all my focus i was laser being focused on the on on what i had to do and i executed you know what i'm saying and literally in a matter of 90 days i done quadrupled my income for that one business just because i was intentional about it you know what yeah, i mean right. so if you want to be if you want to be out of that situation man be intentional about getting up out that warehouse be intentional about getting up out that floor like call the action like do something that's all i got yeah. yes sir. powerful and guys that's the episode hope y'all enjoy it let us know in the comments if y'all want to see more uh episodes like this let's get it